2: Thomas, scores! Getting you inside the Blues locker room. What a goal by Robert Thomas! It's time now for Blues forward Robert Thomas on the opening drive.
1: Driven by pure performance. The only stop for all your aftermarket vehicle needs.
2: Tonight against Edmonton after the trip to Seattle, Edmonton, and with Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and Robert Thomas does join us every week here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, Bernie Federko was telling us how difficult it is coming off of a road trip. When, when you get home from a trip like that, what's the first thing you got to do?
0: Uh, Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's the first thing I do. Um, I mean, it's nice to get home. We got, you know, I got family in town for, for the next couple games. So really excited about that.
1: Hey Robert, we were talking to uh Bernie about Craig McTavish, your your, your assistant coach and he informed he, he he informed me that he that Craig was the last helmetless player in the NHL. So I got a two-part question for you. Did you know that Craig was the last helmetless player and would you ever in your life could see yourself playing a game without a helmet?
0: Uh I did know he was the last helmetless player. It wasn't it wasn't too long ago. I still remember on TV watching yeah. him play uh without the helmet. Uh, pretty crazy that uh, he was still doing it. Um, and no, I would never play without a <laughs> helmet.
1: Those guys had to be – I, I watch football, you know, and, and, and look at some of the hits and things that they go on, and I couldn't imagine how they didn't have – they had leather helmets <laughs> way back in the early early days mm-hmm. of football and, and hockey players playing without helmets. I just couldn't fathom myself going out there and doing that. So I, it, it's just crazy what some of those guys were able to do back then.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't, would definitely not be going out there ever without a helmet.
1: So, Robert, yesterday the Blues
2: officially signed Tyler Pillick and gave him number nine. And I seem to recall a couple of years ago that when you switched, Sammy Blay, is that right? Sammy had seniority, so he got number nine, even though you liked it better. Is that correct? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's
0: exactly what happened. So, actually. has there
2: come a point here since you took number eighteen when nine was open where you thought, you know, I'd really like to get my number? Uh,
0: not really. I think I'm a little bit too far for switching numbers, so uh, I'm I'm good with eighteen. So, uh, I would I would be lying if it didn't cross my mind, but um, I'm a little too too late for it.
1: Hey, you! You all have the Oilers again, and um, in, in a span of a couple of days. I didn't ask you last time, but do you get more up for when you get the chance to play against guys like Mac- Connor McDavid and, and Dryside? Is that does that give you a little bit more of a boost of energy knowing what those guys have done in this game?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's a competitor, so anytime you could play against you know two of the best players in the league, and um, obviously such such amazing talents, and you know you get up for it a little bit more and. Uh, you're excited for the challenge. I mean, you're going to be playing against them a lot throughout the game, and um, you know, anytime you're you're lining up against them, it uh, just gives you that little bit more more excitement.
2: Robert Thomas, Blue Center, with us on 101 ESPN. And when you guys are missing guys like Butch Nevich and Brendan Saad, and obviously Butch Nevich plays on your line, does your game change consciously at all? Do you go into a, a shift or, or a game thinking, okay, I have to do anything differently?
0: Not really. Um, you know, we got so much depth and so many great players. I mean, uh, you know, Schenner and Barbie have stepped up the last couple of games and they're amazing players to play with as well. So uh, I don't think much changes at all. And, um, you know, same mindset and, and same kind of, uh, you know, rhythm out there. Uh, those two guys stepped in pretty seamlessly and uh, are a lot of fun to play with as well.
2: Is there ever a time, because you've played with a lot of people and you're such a, a great distributor of the puck, is there ever a time where you don't have good chemistry with a guy that you're on a line with?
0: Um, I, I I, don't know. I haven't seen, uh, I haven't felt like too many times. Obviously, you don't, you're not going to score every night. and um, So, you know, guys that come in and, or you, you play with for a game or two and you don't get a goal, you might say there's no chemistry. But. Uh, You know, I haven't really felt like there's a guy that I've played with that, um, you know, really jams you up and you're like, holy crap, we just don't, we don't mesh well. (laughs) It's not
2: working right. Um,
0: Yeah, I haven't really felt that yet, so.
1: Hey, Robert, when I was playing, we would uh, have have small bets uh, amongst each other as players. Some guys would bet, oh, I'm faster than you. One time we had a guy bet the, the kitchen worker that he could beat him in a race. The ra- the kitchen worker said he could beat Willie Parker in a race, and he almost did. And Willie Parker's thing uh, <laughs> was. Fast Willie Parker. Uh, <laughs> do you all ever have those those competitions against each other where a guy is maybe talking or chirping a little bit more and saying, I- I'm, I'm faster than you, actually. Let's get to it. Do you all ever have those moments where, where you just got to go out and do it instead of talking? Talking about it <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: maybe, uh, I feel like the only ones that I've kind of done are like in practice, you know face offs, yeah, I the center, I think uh you know that's usually where the competition goes up, so uh, I feel like I've had a couple of those on on the face off dot.
1: Now, now, Robert, I got another question for you because uh, the people, the fine people here at uh, 101 ESPN have decided to put me, a black man, on ice skates who <laughs> never have been on ice skates before. Uh, do you have any advice for me how to stay up and how not to break any bones? <laughs> Bend your knees. Don't,
0: don't be straight like that there.
1: Don't be uh, straight like Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm going to take that down. You'll be, able, you'll be able to pick it up. You got good balance.
0: So just keep your knees a little bit bent. Yeah, an athlete and you're good to go
1: all right i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna hold you to that if i fall over i'm gonna be quoting you and saying you you gave me some bad advice here all right (laughs) robert
2: thomas one of the things we've learned in radio is that one of the real bastions of accuracy on the internet is wikipedia and wikipedia says that your dad scott is a chef is this true
0: uh not officially but he, he like he loves to cook so um he he's definitely always cooking.
2: Has he passed that down to you? No. Nope. So he, uh, that, <laughs> that my, was a my, definitive no. My question by was the going way. to be do you, so uh, rather than saying what's your specialty, my question is what can you cook?
0: Uh I'm not I'm not that bad. Um yeah, I, I love cooking like steaks, chicken. I'm uh, pretty good on the cast iron uh and the barbecue so uh I'd say the more stuff on the stove uh I haven't really got got mastered yet but uh you know I go with the air fryer I mean the air fryer is easiest thing in the world. Love the air fryer. <laughs> it you know, is. <laughs> yeah, those are really underrated, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are. They're awesome. Um but you know the cast iron pan I'm I'm pretty good at.
2: So if is your dad in town? Is that part of the family that you have here? Yeah Okay so d- dad says Robert I'm going to make you Whatever you want I'm going to make you Your favorite meal That I prepare What is it?
0: Steak he- He's killer At making steaks So uh, we had a nice steak Last night <laughs> Well uh, done some Salad
1: So <laughs> the, the, the cast iron skillet Is definitely a, a Great option For those that may not know it. You got to watch it Because it, it cooks faster Than you would expect But it definitely Is a great option So I, I'm with you there yeah, oh yeah, and it's real hot, don't touch it. Yes. No, it's, like, it's, You've it's, learned that the hard way, as, as I'm yeah. sure most people have. So, we,
2: we've all been to Annie Guns, and if you go to the smokehouse next to Annie Guns and say, okay, what's the best way to prepare this ribeye? They'll say, it's the, it's the cast iron skillet on the grill. There's yep. no doubt about it. Yeah. So, hey, Robert, uh, looking forward to tonight. It should be fun against Edmonton, and it'll be good to have the Blues hopefully back in the win column. We appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely, guys. Have a good week. You too. Thanks a lot. That is our friend Robert Thomas joining us on 101 ESPN.